Welcome to the inner room, a space where we ponder the inner movements of our heart to find God by finding examples and instructions in daily scripture readings. The emotions in our hearts can help us or hinder us in our spiritual journey. Open your heart, explore your emotions, and align thoughts and emotions with God's plans for you. When we learn to feel and align our emotions, we advance in our prayer life by loving more deeply, remaining in peace more often, and finding courage for the journey of life. My name is Sofia Fonseca de Niño, and a big shout out to my son Marco Niño, producer of this podcast. Sit back or walk with us. You are most welcome here. In the reading for today, Moses lets the Israelites know there are two paths, and only two paths, the path of life and the path of death. He says, today I've said before you, life and prosperity, death and doom. If you obey the commandments of the Lord, your God, which I enjoin on you today, loving him and walking in his ways and keeping his commandments, You will live, grow numerous, and the Lord will bless you in the land you are entering to occupy. If, however, you turn away your hearts and not listen, but are led astray and adore and serve other gods, I tell you now that you will certainly perish. So what are these gods that we adore? It's not like we have a statue in the house that we just bow down as cultures of other times did. But what are we putting at the center of our life? Where is our heart? Where do, we, where do we put our time? What worries us to the point that we don't even think about God during the day? Is it our job? We've put it at the center of our life. Is it the money we're making? Is it our fame or reputation, the way others think about us? Is it our security, our desire to have a sense of protection that makes us be afraid and we do not trust in the Lord? When we read these readings from old times, we have to translate them to today and know that life and death are in the choices that we make, in the way we spend our time, our energy, our money. Do we use our time to love those that are around us, to see them, to cherish them, to encourage them? We use, do we use our money to build the kingdom of heaven to help those that, that are around us? Or are we so worried about the next day or the next stage of our life that we hoard it in some way or we overspend it in another way? How are we spending our energy? Do we spend it on things that build us up and build others up? Or do we spend it in ways that are wasteful? Just like the energy of a home or the energy of a city has to be spent wisely, we have to use the energy of our life wisely. Every choice contributes to an attitude and a mindset of life or an attitude and a mindset of death. We see that clearly in the reading from the gospel today. Luke chapter 9 finds us with Jesus and the disciples. And Jesus is telling them and us, I have to suffer, be rejected, and be killed. Can you imagine those words? 
He's telling us, you know, a person that would be around you that you know at work, hey, I'm going to suffer, I'm going to be rejected, I'm going to be killed. Those are very dire things to say. That's the path, the ultimate path of life. And who are the ones inflicting that? The elders, the chief priests, the scribes, the centers of power, the centers of reputation, the centers of security for the time. These are the gods that we place at the center and they lead to death. Jesus says what the path of life is. If anyone wishes to come, after me, he must deny himself, take up the cross, and follow me. Friends, that is not an invitation that is sounds very pleasant. To take up a cross, to deny ourselves, what is the Lord saying with that? What is that, denying ourselves? There's a part of us that is our ego self and our victim, and that part of us is the part that is going to keep us on a plane in our life that is not going to be positive. It's going to, the ego is going to drive us to significance and reputation and to be safe. And our victim side is going to drive us to feel sorry for ourselves. And the Lord is asking us to elevate our mindset to a place of life, away from that line of ego and victimhood to the place where he himself calls us daughters and sons of the Most High God. The psalm for today is the first psalm, and it reminds us that we want to be trees planted by God's nourishing rivers of living water. And we need to walk away from those places, circumstances, situations, people, that do not draw us to the living water of our Heavenly Father. Because if we have two ways, the way of life and the way of death, everything in life then has to lead to that place that will be nourishing for our soul and that will bring delight to our Heavenly Father. That we will live our lives surrounded by others who are trying their best to serve our Heavenly Father. But that means also that we might have to come to the rescue of others that are still lost, that are not sure where uh, that living water is. They may not even have heard of that living water. And for that, friends, we have to shield ourselves with our Heavenly Father's breastplate of righteousness. He puts it over us and He allows us to go out and continue the work that Jesus started. He has sent us into the wilderness so that we can bring others. And He says, go and baptize and tell them who I am in the name of the Father, the Son, and Holy Spirit. Bring them home. This makes us warriors in God's army. We are fighting the daily battle that requires the daily bread from heaven so that in this battle of life where evil and good are around us, we can save others who may not know about the living water. We know that in this incredibly beautiful uh, for, uh, first psalm, the Lord says, 
He is like a tree planted near running water that yields fruit in due season whose leaves never fade. And whatever he or she does prospers. We have to wait for this fruit that is due in, in the right season to be nourished by this living water and to produce fruit. And part of this fruit is bringing those that do not know Christ, that do not know about the living waters to be in the presence of our Heavenly Father and to allow the heavenly rivers to wash them. First, we're washed from our sins because we have transgressions for ways that we falter, for ways we fail, for ways we forget, for ways we fight against the wrong desires to be aligned with God's wisdom and, and God's ways. We fight them in small things. Now that we are beginning Lent, all of us are trying to find ways of discipline and ways of fasting and ways of giving alms and doing extra prayers. So these are ways in which we plant ourselves in the living waters of our Heavenly Father because we fold our will to His will and we create ways to do discipline For example, by giving something up. So I'm wondering what you've chosen to give up or do less of so that you can make more room for the things of God. So we go to our Heavenly Father. Father Almighty, we repent because we know that the kingdom of heaven is at hand. We ask forgiveness for our sins, forgiveness for all the ways and the times that we've let our ego or our sense of victimhood take over and we have not stepped into the world with the joy of a daughter or a son of the Most High God. We ask, Father, that you will place the breastplate of righteousness on us so that we can be protected as we go out into the world looking for others who are seeking your face, Father. Let us be light for the world and salt for the world and point others to you, Jesus. We ask this. In your holy name, Lord. Amen. Hello, this is Sofia Fonseca de Niño, and I welcome you to this inner room. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram under the inner room, Emotions in the Bible. And we would love to hear your questions, your ideas, or your comments. Thank you for joining us today.